Welcome to the Diversity on the Hill podcast with Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Curcio. Here are the ground rules for our conversation. Respect one another. Openness. No assumptions allowed. Mistakes are welcome. And let's grow together. Enjoy the conversation. Why, hello there. Welcome to the Diversity on a Hill podcast. That was new. I like it. <laughs> was it new? Yeah, it was all right. Oh, do you hear it? Do you, do you hear, wait, wait. That was a I? different sound. It wasn't one of us. Yeah. It definitely that, wasn't that one was of your guys' voices. Wait, what, what just happened here? I know, man. We got another nice radio voice. Oh, How about it? Yeah. That's what I'm here for. It's, oh, it's, it's better than nice mine, that's for sure. Radio voice. I don't need another nice radio voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, this is PJ. And PK. And we're going to have to come up with a name. P- for- I could be PA. Pastor PA. Andrew. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah. I like that. There it goes. There we, go. we got the PA system happening our yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Fits perfectly. Beautiful. No well, pun intended. Yeah. So we just went straight into it. By the way, we before we started recording, we were already off the rails with our conversation. So who knows That's how true. this is going to go today. Mercy. We've, we've added a, a third component today and... I'll tell you what, Andrew's a little wild. So I, just, I, just yes. hold on for the ride. We're gonna have to try really hard to stay on the rails yeah, today. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> and we've we've got a very interesting topic for you today. And it just might, like every day. Yeah. I mean, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, well, every episode is interesting. This one's gonna probably have to be a three parter. I don't know. All right. We'll, we'll have to see. And at I like some that point idea. we're gonna bring a female into it. But today we wanted to kind of set it up with some some boys. But first off, I want you to know we came up with a with a term. PA and I were having lunch and we were we were telling someone about you. Uh-oh. Curcio. Oh Mercy. yes, yes yeah, we yeah. were. We were talking about you. And, oh, and how wonderful of a person and kind you are. Yes, all good things. All, oh, all good things. Mm-hmm. So we've come up with the term Curcio kind. Oh no. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the next level of kindness. Oh <laughs> no, 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 not at all. When someone annoys you yet you're still kind. Yeah, when someone says something dumb yet you're still kind. It's it's a new term. It's Curcio kind. Thank mm-hmm. you. So we Thank want you. you to know that yeah. You guys rock. Thank we, you. I appreciate we, we've it. We've coined the term and we're hoping it will catch on. God is It'll catch on. For Just sure. don't, don't add another K, please. <laughs> Just to make sure. Oh, okay. Uh, sure. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. We will not. Curcio kind. Curcio kind. All right. Quick. D- take us off the rails real quick there. Well, right. there you go. Hey, listen, Andrew, we want to get to know you a little bit. So I brought some I knew that's some what those cards. were for. This is a, you, but then you asked what they're for. <laughs> you asked, and then he's like, are they for this? I was like, no. Then what are they for? I was like, you're, you'll find out. And then all of a sudden, he knows. Whatever. He, he, you know. he, he had an idea. I mean, you're not going to come on the Diversity in the Hill podcast and not um, be able to, well, get the listeners to know you a little bit. Which, by the way, uh, we let's just put this plug in real quick. Mm-hmm. You can always reach us at diversityonahill at gmail.com just to make sure you know where you can tell us what you think and, and what your questions are. And that's diversity with a C. Oh, I've always, I've always wanted to say yeah. that. There you go. Thanks, man. That's awesome. <laughs> we didn't even have to worry about it. Yeah, I, I got you. <laughs> All right. So we're going to ask you just, I just randomly chose one. Okay. I, I have no idea what it says before I did it. So it okay. could be dumb or it could be really Deep. Deep. Okay. Here you go. So here it is. What remains undone that you've wanted to get done for years? Oh, man. 
what remains undone mm-hmm. that I want to have. Oh, man, that's a stumper. What is something that I want to get done? It gets a lot easier when you're married and you have a house. Because yeah. then you have projects all the time. Yeah. I don't, right. I, right now, he's thinking really deep. Yeah, I'm thinking real deep or something. Yeah. Uh, I guess one thing is I have, like, I've always had a desire to start, like, a YouTube channel. Oh, but I've go. never actually, like, gotten down to it. And plus, like, my camera broke. So mm. that that's a bummer. But um, that was always something that I've, like, wanted to do. And I had, a, like, a passion, especially when I was uh, out in Hawaii. I had really wanted to start something like that, like a vlog channel or something, just to kind of document what I was doing. And that's stuff perfect. In my life. That's so. yeah. That's yeah. exactly what we're looking for. Anyone would oh, say that go. we're undone in that too, because some people have recommended that we should go vlog with this. No, we're not going uh, vlog with it. No one wants to see this face. Uh, <laughs> Once they see the face, <laughs> our our face is not good. No, but, yours is but pretty. At least they get, least they get to, to hear us, you know, and then yeah, we'll right. see where that's where we that's go from enough there. pain for them. <laughs> but, but they can see pictures of us when you post them at Diversity on the Hill. On Instagram. Oh, on Instagram. look at that. There you put you that go. plug in. It's almost hey, like you're professional. Uh, just, that was this, <laughs> just this morning, Andrew was with me. He he could he could attest to it. He came out of the office and I was following him. I came out. Another lady from the office was coming by and she jumped back and was like, ah, because that's the effect I have on people. No, yeah. she probably <laughs> thought you're going to run into her. And then no, with, with, no. with Corona, you know, everybody's yeah. kind of like cooties. So no. it's like, there yeah. you are being Cursio kind. Cursio kind. Cursio kind. There it is. And, and here's what I said. I said, yep, I have that effect on people. When they see me, they're just like, ah, and they jump away. You know what she did? She laughed. She didn't say no. Oh, oh that's true. She did not correct him. Right? That is she did not, not cool. correct me. No, come now, on. No, she's a cool lady. She's awesome. No, no, no. no I guess. Yeah. I guess. All right. Here's a second question. If you could have a front row seat to any concert, who would you Ooh, like to see? To any concert. Any concert, who would you like to see? Any concert. Um, honestly, I haven't seen King and Country yet for King oh. and Country. Now, they oh. do put on quite a concert. Yeah, I've, I've, I've wanted to see them in concert. I've been to a lot of concerts. I've been to Casting Crowns like seven times. Yeah. Um, I've seen Rent Collective. Um, I've seen Skillet. I've seen a lot of different Skillet, concerts. Skillet, how old have, are you? You're, you're too young to be listening to Skillet. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> like Skillet I, I was big when I was back in the day. <laughs> man, I, I got introduced to Skillet in high school and like they were they were my band for a long time and wow. still are like one of my one of my favorite bands. Interesting so. cuz that's great. Yeah. I don't even know who Skillet is. Yeah, that's that's because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not as cool as you guys, but all that's right. all right. Last question for all of us. Did you were going to say something? Yeah, like yeah. I saw I was able to see for King Country a little bit at oh, Winter yeah? Jam a couple years back. Oh, okay. It was really good. I've seen them two or three times now. They are just, they have a lot of energy. Yeah. yeah. They're That's over what the I like. And so they, I feel like oh, I man. very much enjoy their concert. They are all over the place. They have a lot of energy. It's, yeah. it's quite a show. Quite a show. <laughs> quite a show. All right, last question. Go all ahead. Right, last question mm-hmm. for you before we head into our, our Hill segment. What is your most prized physical possession? I'm most prized. So another way to ask it is if there was a fire and you had to go back in and get something, mm. your wife is safe. Okay. Andrew's just recently married, by the way. So Oh, congratulations. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we should give him a cheer. Oh, good. You got the right one. <laughs> I'm almost, just glad you almost, almost burr, burr, burr. <laughs> I was always going to push the laughing one. <laughs> so oh. was like, then, my, then my wife would tell me. Uh, so about that laughing. About that laugh. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you had to go back mm-hmm. and get it, get something from a fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But all your sentiment, not, not 
we'll just say your your wife is safe, your pet right. is safe, that kind of stuff. What, okay. What's the one thing you'd go and get? Probably my Lego sets. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. What's your neat. most prized Lego set? My most prized Lego set? Yeah. It's probably, I have a, I got it my senior year of high school, I think, um, on a band trip. And it's the uh, DeLorean from uh, Back to the Future. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so that's probably my most prized one because it's so, you can't just go to Walmart and get that off the shelf. Right. Like it's something, I got it in Legoland. Um, and I like Googled it actually the other day. And I think they stopped making them. And mm-hmm. it's like worth $300 or something that wow. I saw. And I was like, ooh. So that's that's, my, really that's probably my most prized Wee. one. Yeah. That, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. good answer. I like it. By the way, I wanted to squeeze this in here real quick because I finally found out what my pet peeve is. I oh. have one. Okay, what's okay, your pet peeve? I was like, whoa. I, I thought actually the have one. one was good, though. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but, but, but this one is like for real, real. Like this one right. just really, really gets me zero to 100. Pet peeve right here. What's your pet peeve? When I miss my turn or exit. Oh. Oh, yeah, that oh man. Did you do that, that on the way here so, No, I didn't. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but that gets me. Oh, and, and it was my amazing wife who pointed it out. She was like, you do have a pet peeve. It's that. It's every time you miss. Okay. Oh. If I miss my turn. Oh, man. Do I get just. <laughs> <laughs> it like ruins your day. It does. Because you missed a turn. It does. Sweet. All right. So what about you? Prize possession. You're going back into the fire. What are you grabbing? Oh, uh, I was thinking about it, you know, when Andrew was an- was answering. And um, yikes. I don't know that I have anything that I value like that. It would just have to burn. I mean, I obviously, obviously <laughs> if your life is at stake, let it burn. But there's got to be like one thing. Like, uh, is, is it your iron so you can make sure you always can iron your T-shirts? <laughs> no, no. That would be good. That would be a good one, though, uh, for those of you who know me and, and that kind of stuff. But no, I... I would have to say maybe my trumpet. I still have some Ooh, okay. affection for my trumpet. Do you ever I don't play your play trumpet it. from no. no. I okay. mean every so often I'll pick it up and I'll play a little bit, but I haven't played it in a while. But I still have some affection for my trumpet. I don't so know that why. reminds me of some of things that you used to do that you don't do. We there want to put on the radar here. Remember, folks, and we brought this up at the pre-record, that he has promised to spit some bars and do oh, some rapid yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Right. I've been working on some lines that, that I'm, I'm okay. actually I'm just letting you know, I haven't forgotten. So we, <laughs> at some point, we're going to make this happen. It's coming. You know, honestly, I've been tempted to reach out to... Uh, I know what song 99 Jams used to use. Really? Yes, you found it? I found it. So now I'm thinking about reaching out to the recording company mm-hmm. to see if they'll allow me that opportunity or if there are any royalties to having oh. being able to use it. So okay. I'm, I'm trying to do it like the full So the we'll full bring scale. you back to 99 Jams. Yep, this is way <laughs> Ooh, back. Or at least 90 Curcio about to rap <laughs> for you. Oh, I don't know about that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, speaking of which, pet, pet peeves, someone put a pet peeve on our Instagram. Love it. So one of okay. our listeners, Amy, she's awesome, said, okay, Shout pet peeves, hangers, they're jerks for they, for how they tangle constantly. Which okay. Ones? Okay, I think okay, I interrupted I get there. That. Go ahead, go say it again. Hangers. Hangers? hangers? Yeah. Like you know, wire like, hangers? Yeah, like when they get they're all jumbled up and then you got to like untangle all of them oh, and stuff. That yeah. is yeah. annoying. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah, relate yeah, to yeah. that. That That's her. And by the way, I'll give you a little update also on our pineapple pizza thing. Yes. So about 67% of people 
are pro pineapple pizza. There no you go. Way. I know. I'm <laughs> with you, PJ. Really? I hate pineapple yes. pizza. Yes. What? No. Yes. Oh, come on. <laughs> he even spent a year in, in Hawaii. It's oh, true. That's true. true. I don't like pineapples on the pizza. <laughs> I was I was yeah. listening to that podcast and I was like, yes, PJ, everything you're saying was well, like agreeing with the sweet and the and <laughs> no, nope, it just doesn't work. No. Uh-huh. Oh, you guys are killing me right so, now. So <laughs> someone else said something on our on our page for that, they said, no pineapple unless I'm a guest and I have to be polite. Oh, mm, yeah, right. okay. So I I said from our account, the host should be polite and not offer you this <laughs> abomination. <laughs> oh, no. Right. So then she agreed with me. She said, true, true. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. All right. So there we go. A little, a, little, a little few updates on some things. Well, hey, we are glad you're listening. We are going to jump in today's conversation. Like I said, this one's going to be a, a few episodes probably and... Well, we'll be right back after we listen to this interlude. Welcome to the hill. I hope you enjoyed that long break. How long are those like 10 seconds? Yeah, just about. It depends if the if it's a really good jam, I let it ride sometimes 15 seconds, but mm. I enjoy them as a listener. Oh, thanks, good. Thanks. Bob my head a little bit. Yeah, that's the idea, just setting it up, you know. Yeah. Hanging out. So you are actually you've actually listened to our podcast. Yes, yes, I have. I'm 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 an episode behind, I right. confess. Oh, um, how dare you? I know. And I, I missed a couple because, you know, I was on a honeymoon and stuff. So oh, it wasn't my top priority. Oh, gotcha. So. All right. Well, we'll allow that. Okay. I appreciate we'll allow that. that. No That's one's fine. upset with you yeah. at that, okay. man. We just appreciate that you tune in. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I tune in. We uh, we need to get Amy on here because she tunes in all the time. Yeah, we need to get her on. Mm-hmm. All right. So a couple stories here that are going to kind of slowly get us to where we are, are going to be going. The first one is about Ravi Zacharias. Oh, yeah. You know Ravi Zacharias? Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. All right. So Ravi Zacharias was, he, he's passed away due to uh, a battle with cancer, but he was probably the most prominent, famous, and well-recognized and respected apologist in the Christian community. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But it came out a few months ago or a few months after his death and I, I didn't realize these allegations had actually come up one other time in his ministry, but I, I hadn't heard it. So they had done a good job of sweeping it under the rug. But um, it has been alleged that he has, he was during his lifetime uh, sexually inappropriate. And yeah. So basically the story is he co-owned a massage parlor, which by the way, doesn't that already sound a little creepy? It yeah. sounds a little suspicious. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> Why do you co-own a massage parlor? Uh, somebody would say they want money, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. When, when you think about the fact that um, Robert Kraft got caught in one of those things. In a massage parlor, yes. In a massage if parlor, it's called a massage called parlor, by the way, I would never call a reputable massage place a massage parlor. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that's it's just me. If you own a massage parlor and you call it that, let us know if, why it's... Got, anyways. So anyways, he co-owned one and apparently he would go there from time to time. And I do think it was in the Atlanta area. Because oh, wow. I think he lived or was around this area a lot. So I, I think it was in the Atlanta area. Uh, don't fact check me too too much. By the way, <laughs> PA is kind of our fact checker. Oh, yeah, I like we're, it. I'm going to... 
I'm gonna kind of use him a little. That's bit. all right. So you're gonna be like our Tony Reale. Yeah, and he's that young generation that facts checks you while you're yeah, doing your sermon and Our stuff. Tony so Reale. Yeah. Go. Tony yeah. used to do that for. Um, I, I I don't know if I do that, but oh, well, no, I'm not sitting on my phone during sermons. Like, oh, well, uh, well, well, that's because you're you're a pastor. And you went to yeah, school for it. So. Well, I mean, in, in PTI, Tony did that. Gotcha. For um, Wilbon and for you're just spitting out names guy. that most people don't know. So yeah, okay. yeah, yeah on a sports well. show with sports people, it's wonderful. Here we go off the rails again. So, anyways, massage parlor. He yeah. co-owned one. I mm-hmm. guess he would go to this massage parlor and he would solicit the ladies for favors, mm-hmm. and would do so with some pressure. Do a lot of pressure tactics. Um, some of the stories have come out that. He would say things like, oh, I'm so stressed. I'm lonely. People don't know what it's like to be. And uh, it, it, well, anyways, there was, there was a lot of manipulation that went into it. And they felt, you know, the, the pressure. I don't know. The, the ladies who have alleged this have, did not engage in it, but did, were advanced upon. Mercy. So th- this is like a huge thing because I don't know about you, but I really, for a long time, really respected Ravi Zacharias. I would listen to his podcast on a fairly regular basis because he was a really good apologist. Mm-hmm. He had an amazing ability to argue with secular people, especially those who would talk about more reasoning and these kind of higher philosophy things. He had this grasp of philosophy and even some just some of that scholastic stuff that just would, as soon as someone would say some of the words, I'd be like, what? <laughs> and he would just craft it in, in such a way. And he would go to schools and have debates with the students or have them ask questions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was in Atlanta, by the way. Oh, there you go. Day Spassi owned in Atlanta and uncovers five additional victims in the U.S. as well as evidence of sexual abuse in Thailand, India, and Malaysia. Oh, Wow. He's already so. doing an effective job. Way to be, PA. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> You're the man. <laughs> so did you, I, I'm assuming both of you guys had heard this story? Yes. yes. What was your initial reaction? Kind of what's, you know, what's going through your brain? I'll be honest. I was I was sad and disappointed. It broke my heart. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. With this happening also with um, the lead singer for, one of the lead singers for Hillsong, you know, getting caught in this kind of scandalous behavior. And there was a pastor from the Hillsong the Church. Pas- and yeah. yes. What was his name? We um, came up with his name the other day. Oh, and it's blanking me. Don't it's, worry. Well, Carl Lentz. Talking, I got it. Carl Lentz, right? Yeah, Carl Lentz. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, you're looking at all of this, and I was saddened mm-hmm. because now what this does now, it's going to put um, all of his work mm. yeah. under a microscope, and, and people are going to just... You know, a lot of people are just going to discredit a lot of the work that he did and the positive right. things that he's done. Um, but at the same time, it didn't surprise me. Mm. Why mm. didn't it surprise you? Because a lot of this does happen. And um, knowing my story and the challenges that I have, um, I say have just because it's always it's an ongoing thing, mm-hmm. um, but not something that that. I haven't prepared for, and it's not something that I'm getting continual work on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, having uh, sexual addictions mm-hmm. leads to this if mm-hmm. you don't address it and you mm-hmm. don't, you know, early enough and you don't do something about it, right? right. So knowing this and knowing the pressures that come with ministry, mm. it doesn't surprise me. Gotcha. So do you feel like, 
what do you mean by the pressures of ministry? Because we've, we've talked about this a little bit in the past. Uh, me and PA were talking about it in the car the other day, especially with someone like Ravi, who was basically, he was a, a evangelical superstar. Right. I mean, right. people look up to him. I mean, it'd exactly. be the videos all over the place. And, you, you know, part of that to me, I'm a, I'm a little conflicted. I'm a little conflicted with all this. Part of the reason it broke my heart is because you said many people will discredit his work. Right. And, and I struggle with that because should we discredit his work? Well, okay, it, this is dicey because now yeah, let's talk about yeah. people like, uh, again, artists that are renowned artists, you know, mm -hmm. people that are just like on another level. Michael Jackson, mm -hmm. R. Kelly, mm -hmm. you know, these guys who've done these sexual immoralities, right? right? And people just stop listening to all their music. It's like, you know what? I just can't support or I can't bear to listen to what they're saying because of what they've done but you know what right? that's rare though it, it's 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 i know people do it and i know there's backlash but when michael jackson was alleged this there's a lot of people like no he couldn't he couldn't and and i do remember there was a ban on his music for a little while kind of people but if you look his music still downloaded very regularly right, there's still right, people right, who talk right. about michael jackson oh he was the king of pop oh he was yeah. a, what a great musician and part of me is like wait wait a second do you remember what he did? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, here's here's I'm I'm gonna get to the to the to the yeah, question yeah. too, but here's another one that, that stood out. I believe it was Bill Hybels too had a similar situation like this. Yes, I think it was Bill Hybels. There's the other one so, and I get them confused. Um yes. uh we can get cross checked here by PA here in a, in a moment if Bill Hybels was caught in, in this kind of immorality. But the point is, should we discredit the work? I don't believe so. I don't okay. think you throw the baby out with the bathwater because um, evil people have done some good at some point, mm. you know, and um, it's just human nature. Yeah, what's interesting is that I do think a lot of people will automatically throw out all of his work. Be like, he was a false prophet because of what he did. You know, by, by your fruits you shall know them. Obviously, his... But then again, did he produce two different kinds of fruits? But then there's the a bad tree doesn't produce good fruit type of thing. But if we think about it, if we go back to some of our Bible heroes, let's talk about David. Yeah, yeah. And that, David is a biblical hero and everyone looks up to him, but he committed adultery yep. and yes. killed, found a way to have the husband killed to yep. hide it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yet for some reason, he's still this big Bible hero. But when there's a moral failing of a, modern person yeah there's an instantly a and and i'm that way i'm in I, I instantly discredit a lot of stuff because some of that's horrible yeah a man after god's own heart oh, oh david, david was, was called a man yeah, after, his after own god's, heart. god's own heart yeah. oh and let's let's go a step further let's go to his son solomon mm. yeah right yeah. super wise right. wisest person to ever live according to the bible besides jesus of course and then it's like he did a whole bunch of stupid stuff too yeah mm -hmm. and um you know, so yeah, we see God's grace continually working on that. Now, I feel like there's a little bit of difference between some of these, some of these stories. Like Ravi Zacharias never came clean. Yes, that's true. One of the reasons why that's I true. believe David is called a man after God's own heart right. is that whenever he was confronted with a sin, he confessed it. He yeah, did. he confessed he it. He never repented. rationalized it. Saul rationalized it, mm -hmm. and then right. guess what happened? Yeah. So to me, I, it's hard for me to know. I don't know what Ravi was like on his deathbed. I don't know if he said on his deathbed, I've committed these sins. I need to come clean. 
please God forgive me. But we know publicly he wasn't able to do that. Mm -hmm. And to these ladies, he wasn't able to do that. Yeah. To the people he abused. Yeah. Yep. And I have an actually interesting story because I remember, I remember first hearing about it and it didn't click in my head until like a week or so later um, that I actually met him. I mm. met oh, Ravi Zacharias. Wow. Yeah, when I uh, when I was in Hawaii, they had a big conference for all the pastors um, on on the islands, and not just specifically Seventh Day Adventist pastors, but all kinds of pastors. What's um, funny is when you say that, like, so a year ago, I'd be like, "You met Ravi? Awesome, cool." What was he right, like? Right. Now I'm like, now it's Ooh, like, you met Ravi? Yeah, you met Ravi. Mm. Right. The, the reaction whole, is different. The whole reaction <laughs> is different. Yeah, but I remember he gave a presentation, and I remember being really, really good. I remember meeting him and everything, and then it kind of just left my mind and now it comes back up and you're right i kind of have that reaction like oh i mm. met him like mm -hmm. and, and the whole tone is different right. now knowing right. what has taken place yeah so i i struggle with this one a lot especially ravi like the other ones like i think it's carl lentz yeah he was like a super pastor mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. he was the pastor to justin bieber yeah and yeah, to yeah. the stars and to me i'm thinking yes the way he acted, the way he dressed, it was almost too trendy, too out there. But then when we were talking about this, I was telling PA, well, Ravi Zacharias, his ministry was named Ravi Zacharias. It was right. named after himself. Mm -hmm. So to me, I, is that part of him being self-absorbed or is that him, do you know what I'm saying? Like I would have a hard time calling a ministry after myself. Does that talk about his character or is that me reading into something now that I know? You know, there's a lot of emotions that go through this story when right. you read it and when you find someone who you looked up to yeah, who has had a moral failing and it's significant moral failing. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's on a deeper level when they're in the Christian realm, because not only are they scarring their name, they're scaring, they're scarring God's name mm. in, in a very tremendous way to all those people that looked up to them, to him, to, to saw all his, his arguments, his logic and everything. And actually maybe, maybe a lot of people believed in God because of his ministry and what he did. Yes. And now not only has he scarred his name, but he's also scarred God's name. Mm. And, and this is important because this is why we, we always say, turn to Jesus, mm -hmm. right? Don't turn to man. Yeah. Because man is imperfect. Exactly. Man is going to let you down. Just give it time. Yeah. It's just, again, like I said earlier, it's our human nature. Mm -hmm. And this is why, you know, you don't go to church because of the people. Yeah. You go to church because of Jesus. Yes, the people are there to uh, support and encourage, give you that community that, that you need in order to continue down this journey. But in the end, the focus has to be God. It, it, it just, mm -hmm. period. Because otherwise you're going to fall short. And this goes back to why um, I said earlier, don't toss the baby out with the bathwater because in the end um, it's about God. And if God is using what was done for his honor and glory, but the person decided to make some poor decisions along the way, yeah, but this is more than poor God. decisions. And that's what I struggle with. Yeah. Like, so if you're the victim, I, I try to look through the victim's eyes on, on, on this in a way, I also try to look through the other side too, which gets me in trouble because then people think you're downplaying a certain portion of it. But if you're looking through the victim's eyes, there's no way that person is, you know what, that was a godly man. What he said was valid. Right. Because their, re their experience with this man was destructive. Mm -hmm. It wasn't this building thing that he'd be, he had been preaching. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And I so that's where that's where it just... Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, I, I hear what you're saying. And again, I am not saying that the victim shouldn't go through their process. 
mm-hmm. they're going to go through their process. And they may never listen to whatever he said or wrote or read anything he wrote or anything ever again. Understandably so. Sure, and I don't think they should. Right, and I'm, I'm not trying <laughs> to encourage way. that or discredit their feelings or, or their experience. Mm-hmm. What I'm getting at, though, is if God used Ravi Zacharias to draw you closer to him and to see him in a different light, mm-hmm. you can appreciate what was done and you still don't have to appreciate what he did, mm-hmm. the wrong that he did. It takes me back to that whole cliche that we use a lot where you have to love the sinner even though you hate the sin. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's that concept. You don't want to just say, oh, well, you know, he's just all bad now and no matter what he said, it's not good. It wasn't inspired or anything of that sort. You, you can't go there because at the end of the day, there, there, there were maybe some questionable, not maybe, evidently, there were some questionable behaviors, questionable decisions, but it doesn't mean that, that God did not use that person mm-hmm. because in the end, if it drew you closer to God and that was all that God wanted for you, mm-hmm. then so be it because yeah. in the end, we're, we're the ones who choose who we're going to listen to for whatever which reason. And some of us listen to some people who, well, uh, have some sketchy past maybe, mm. but it doesn't mean that they haven't made a positive impact in our lives. Mm-hmm. So this is why I'm saying you don't want to just completely obliterate the whole thing and just say, no, nah, I'm just done, completely done. So did God use, I'm going to, I'm going to couch it in some interesting terms. Did God use this evil man? Or, I know I, I said that on purpose, was this mm-hmm. man evil? Okay, so what he did was evil. Mm-hmm. I don't want right. to call him evil. Mm-hmm. I don't know him, right? So I, I can't go that far. Yeah, but the Bible does say, by their fruits you shall know them. Yes, I understand that. And also when we judge, we have to judge fairly and we have to judge with mercy and all that additional stuff too. Yeah. So, so, so with that concept, I don't want to dub him evil. Mm-hmm. What he did definitely was evil. Hundred percent, thousand percent. Yeah. All right, here. Listen to this. Um, I just found this on Christianity Today. It says one woman told the investigators that after he arranged for the ministry to provide her with financial support, he required sex from her. She called it rape. She said Zacharias made her pray with him to thank God for the opportunity they both received, Ugh. and as with other victims, called her his reward for living a life of service to God. The report says Zacharias warned the woman, a fellow believer, if she ever spoke out against him, she would be responsible for millions of souls lost when his reputation was damaged. Okay. Does that change? Yeah, that changes evil? a lot. Or does that does that change it? Oh. Dude, because I think it does. Yikes. Yeah, no, that's... That yeah, changes that's, a lot. That's another yeah. level of... <laughs> that is... That is pure that, evil that abuse. Is, yes, that is, that is evil abuse. Yeah. That's satanic. 100%. That's satanic. Yeah. And, and that's the problem. And so, like I said, I want to be careful because I don't know where he was on his deathbed. Yeah, correct. Right? Perhaps correct. when he got cancer, something in him changed. Again, we're, Who knows? We're, not, we're not God to put people in heaven or hell. And that's no, not what I, we're trying to do. I'm not going to put and him that's in heaven or hell. No, that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's not what we're yeah. doing right now. Right. Um, but that does change a lot. That cha- yeah, yeah that's, intent, that's intent. That's intentional like, planning of abuse. Yeah. And that I think that changes the spirit. Ooh. this whole thing completely it wasn't something that like he slipped up it was something that was planned and intentional this was manipulation yes, manipulation this was pre-thought right and i think that changes the table the changes everything okay but but he okay 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 ah uh, 
I I, I don't want to. I want to be very careful how I say this because I don't want to offend anybody. But in my personal opinion, Mm -hmm. if I go back to the story that you guys brought up earlier, which is David. Mm -hmm. David was very calculated and intentional Mm -hmm. about killing Uriah. There was was definitely premeditation. That was extremely evil. He would have been put in jail for a long time. Yes. Okay. And she was supposed to be stoned. Mm -hmm. So, So with that thought process, I would say, again, God still used David. He repented. From mm-hmm. what he did, we don't know what happened with with Ravi. Right. But did David say, "This is God's will"? I mean, we don't know. We don't know. We don't That's know. what I'm saying. We, we weren't know. there, so yeah. there's some there's some details that we do not have. But, but when but, it comes to abuse, and you say this is God's will, right? But but again, Man. it's still okay, yeah. and and, and, and it's wrong for me. Yes, it's wrong, and it's and it's evil. But then again, it's abuse. Yeah. This is how it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, any abuse is evil. So right, right. So, so he's just he's just using now not just physical abuse where he's raping these women, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that some said they they felt raped, right? Now he's also using emotional and mental abuse, like he's he's spiritual abuse, spiritual abuse, like all of these different types of abuses are just compounding and stacking, which is kind of how sin works. Yeah. Which, by the which, way, the worst part is the spiritual abuse, which people... Do, I know it's kind of hard because it's it's not the most tangible right now. Mm-hmm. Right. But so he raped this lady, but he could have murdered her spiritually. Yes. 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 And, and that's why I'm saying I don't want to justify any of this action. I am definitely against any type of abuse. Being an abuse victim myself, it's something that I... Yeah, that's something I don't stand for, right? So... But what I'm trying to get at is if God used him to help you understand God clearer and draw you closer to God, mm-hmm. then I think there was still a win, even though there's just tremendous loss. Well, God can use right. anything, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, we know that. God yeah. will work out those for think those of Joseph, who love him. Yeah. You think of Joseph, you think right. of David, you think of Solomon, you think of mm-hmm. Saul, yeah. the king, yeah. King Saul, yes. who the Bible says he prophesied. Yeah, right. several times. Several yeah. times, yeah. And he used Balaam. Mm-hmm. Balaam wanted to do bad, yet God did not allow him. He had to bless Israel. Right. So he actually was an instrument of God while having evil intent, which is interesting. It is very interesting. Yeah. Because that's a huge, interesting story. And and even in, in the second coming, the Bible talks about there will be people who's like, I prophesied in your name. I did miracles in right, your name. Right. And Jesus didn't say, no, you didn't prophesy. No, you didn't um, do miracles. He's yeah. just saying, I don't know you. Depart from mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Depart from me. I don't know mm-hmm. you. But there were still miracles and there were still prophecies in there. Yeah, right. Which is an interesting thing. So obviously, I think many people, before they knew this, felt like his ministry was valid. Yes. Felt that he had brought people there. My question now is I want to pivot a little bit. And... I wish I knew his full, complete story with all the ins and outs, but we never will. Right. But how did he get to that place where a minister, someone who is bringing millions of people to God, gets to this place? And I've alluded to, I think, a couple reasons why I feel like that, you know, this celebrity status, Mm -hmm. you start to feel untouchable. You start to feel overimportant. Also, this celebrity status probably brings a, a big level of alienation, too. Mm-hmm. especially when it comes to sin. Like, who do you tell if you're a sinner and you're a, uh, a Christian superstar? Yeah. Who holds you accountable? 
Well, hopefully you have a counselor. I'm not a superstar, and I have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a coach too. So right, I'm just um, curious right. as to how he got here. Like, how, what was and, the process? And we're he gonna, a, we're gonna explore he that. Kept, he kept mm. getting away with it. Oh. Mm. Mm. I mean, just think about how sin works, mm. right? You're gonna always want more, right? And that's right. part of the that's part of the challenge. And the more you get away with it, mm-hmm. you know the more likely you are to keep exploring and going deeper and deeper and deeper in, in, into or down that rabbit hole. I mean, David didn't get to go that far because the prophet Nathan came and was like, guess what? <laughs> guess what? I know. I <laughs> yeah. know what happened. Right. And the Lord revealed this to me and bada beam, bada boom. Now he had a choice. Right. And I, and I think that, that God, I'm sure, gave Ravi multiple opportunities to make the choice to stop what he was doing. Oh, I'm sure. And mm-hmm. he just chose not to. And that is why I'm saying what what you shared, Andrew, there is just pure evil. And mm-hmm. it's, again, you kept getting away with it, never confessed to it. That's kind of where it goes. Yeah. All right. Let me pivot to another story. Sure. That's on a similar vein. And um, then next episode, we're going to get kind of deeper into some of the re- causes, reasons, and stories that me and Curcio, I feel like, could probably share that would hopefully help some people. We really need to address elephants in the room. We really need to talk about things that are, uh, that are difficult. That's why we do what we do. Yeah, and so we're going we're gonna to get into some of that. But here's another story. Rudy Giuliani has been a pretty big superstar recently, too. Um, have you heard about his comments to Steve Bannon on a podcast that they were doing. I have not. No. Have you heard the story? I am not sure. You're going to have to okay, dive it's into sports a related, bit. so I thought maybe you would know. Go ahead, go ahead. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I did, but. <laughs> so I guess he was on a podcast with Steve Bannon, which is interesting. You know, Steve Bannon has was worked with Trump a lot, and he's pretty unafraid to, to say things. And they were talking about actually Rush Limbaugh. And they were sharing stories about Rush because Rush has passed away recently from a bout of cancer as well. And so they were talking and sharing stories. And towards the end, Rudy goes, hey, hey, I got a funny story for you. I got a funny story for you. So he he goes on to tell this story how he was in a golfing tournament with Rush. And he was in the same pairing with professional golfer Michelle Wee. And so he's talking about this. And... He says, Rush says something like, ah, oh, these paparazzi, they're following us. They're taking pictures. Rudy, what have you done, Rudy? Why are you, why are you, I know you're popular, but why are they following me? Why are they taking, you know, I don't like pictures taken of me. So Rudy goes and says, well, hey, come up with me to the putting green. So they go up there and they watch Michelle wee putt. And he's like, watch her putt. And the way he explains it, it's actually pretty creepy. Uh, <laughs> he says, yeah, she, be- she has a weird putting um, stance. She bends way over. And he's laughing as he's saying this. And you could tell that it's actually on, on a video and you could tell the other two are just kind of like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> what's he doing? Oh, boy. You like, could tell the, say? their faces uh, oh are like, uh, we're uncomfortable. Yep. But he's laughing and enjoying this little story. And and as she's doing that, her panties show. And, the, you know, the photographers are just taking pictures of it. They're loving it. And I told him, they're not, they're not here for us. They're here for her. You know, they're taking pictures of her. Mm-hmm. And so he was criticized. Michelle Wee came out and criticized him for objectifying her. And yeah, so it's kind of a, kind of a, a bigger little story right now. But to, to me, the, the proof is more in watch the video and kind of watch his face light up as he tells the story and as he explains. Like when he says, and she bends over, he kind of pauses there, wondering if the guys are going to laugh or not. It kind of reminds me of the, 
the Trump saying when, you know, he had his little thing in the, in the thing and people were just talking, talking about locker talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was very much in the same vein of he was thinking, hey, this is locker talk. I'm on here with two guys recording a podcast for consumption. But he tells the story. And then he's like, oh, I don't know. Was that an appropriate story to tell? And, and Steve Bannon's like, well, it said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, boy. <laughs> so obviously a cringeworthy story. What do, you, what do you think? What pops into your brain here? <laughs> go ahead, it, PA. It's, it's cringy I, 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 just I'm here, like there, passing, right? I'm just passing it over to PA. I know where I'm going to go with this. So I'm like, well, yeah, well, you're going to go with this. Oh, well, yeah. Then, just go ahead. Go with it then. Go, go with it. it. Yeah, go yeah, with yeah. it. No, my this is this is idiot yeah (laughs) i mean come on like okay this this falls into that category in in my opinion of boys will be boys Mm. Mm. yeah and 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 giuliani probably felt like yeah i'm gonna get i'm gonna get away with this because this is what guys do you know i'm talking with the boys right now that that's it and oh who what guy doesn't look at the menu right even though he doesn't order anything or doesn't eat anything off the menu right? i think she was in her 20s at the time and he was I was about to say, did, did they say anything about how like she felt? I mean, I'm absolutely sure she felt humiliated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. CNN, CNN wrote about thing. this because yeah. I was looking on this, and and she she didn't know till this story came out. Right. So so this is uh, the response she put. My putting stand six years ago was designed to improve my putting stats. I ended up winning the U.S. Open that year, not as an invitation to look up my skirt. Hmm. So obviously she was frustrated with this and and nike right. which is her sponsor mm-hmm. um does uh what what they try to do is that whatever skirts they're wearing has a built-in underwear already mm-hmm. right so that way the girls the women can feel comfortable right um in using their attire right when they're when they're playing so so to me it, it goes back to that whole concept that he just felt like well guys are gonna be guys this is this is what we do and objectifying women is something that that comes from that idea or understanding that that hierarchy uh, where men are supposed to be number one, you know, and then everything else comes afterwards. Well, the woman is my object. I do want to get him to objectifying a little bit. So right. this is this is a plug that is going to be in a future episode. I want to get. That's probably the third part of this because I, I believe there's a lot of nuances here that we need to talk in and dive in on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just want to throw that aside. Yeah. So, so again, I go back to that, to that whole idea. He said it because he figured, you know, I'm a guy, this is what guys do, whatever. But I remember distinctly, even in, in, in my life, and I'm not trying to praise myself. I am not the example. I'm just talking about what God has done. Mm-hmm. Allowed me to realize that this is a choice. Mm. Right. Looking at women you know, in trying to objectify them is a choice. You can choose not to look. And I adopted this concept that you see what you want to see. I, I agree with you. I agree with you on that, on that choice thing, but I want to push back just a little bit, just yeah. for, just to see the other side. Sure. I'm not saying I agree with this, please. This, this does not necessarily reflect my, my opinions. Was he objectifying her? How was he not? That's what I was thinking. I feel like he was. I, no, no. I feel like he was, uh-huh. but he wasn't, I, he wasn't talking about her game. He was busy. Oh, okay, he, but he let's tried the, to use. Let's he look tried at the context frame, of the story. Yeah, he tried to frame her her putting mm-hmm. stance to get to the point. The point was, we can see her underwear. Oh no no no! The point was his ultimate point, and here's what I get at: the ultimate point was, hey Rush, they're not here to see us; they're here to see her. Right. Right. So, but 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 that key could be 
I'm just, I'm just once again, yeah, playing the, the advocate yeah, here, yeah, yeah, playing the Rudy Giuliani advocate. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> was was he objectifying her, or was he saying, "Hey, listen, they're objectifying her, and they're here to see her, not us. We're but, not the object here. We aren't. They're the ones doing it." But he he said they came to see her because of this. Yes, so, but so he's, he's already putting into. He's trying to tell them this is why they're coming. They're not coming to see her play because she's a good right because yeah. she's a good golfer sure but here i could say something like this so there are certain clothes and maybe we're getting into the objectifying part and we shouldn't get that okay uh, all right let's let's you let that save sit. it you go ahead, go ahead i'm gonna save it. it i'm gonna save it for <laughs> part three I, I i agree with i agree with that but the, 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 within the context of what this is happening and the things that he said and then he said we're here to watch her Right, they are here to not we, so they. they, and that's why that's why I want to separate it a little bit. Right. So, anyways, I just want to give that some just. Brief. Well, okay. Well, obviously, she was the professional golfer. Yeah. In the group, it mm-hmm. wasn't Rush nor uh, Rudy. So, so we we get that. Mm, okay. Idea so too. that's where that's where your argument gets me a little bit more if I'm trying to be the advocate. Right, right. Because, so that's why I'm pointing it out because okay. I know you you were going down that road. So I was like, well, let me let me throw let me throw. PJ a bone here <laughs> all right and say i get that that he's trying to point out look she's the one that they're coming to see but when it came down to his main point because you're saying that his main point was that they came to see her because he was complaining about the paparazzi but he's right. saying no no no. what they want to do is they want to follow her so they can do this so to me his main point isn't that they they were following the professional golfer that is Michelle Wee. Mm-hmm. They are following Michelle Wee, the professional golfer, because you can see because she's an attractive lady. Yeah, and you can exactly because I feel like if it was we follow her, or they follow her to see her skills, he would be pointing out something else besides what he pointed out. Exactly. Right. Okay. No, 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 I, I can I can buy that. I'm just saying, I, I could see in his mind saying, I'm not objectifying her. They were objectifying her. I was just pointing something out. She, and he, he does say, she's a she's a six-foot woman. She's a gorgeous he lady. He talks about her, exactly. Yeah. It's her physique. He's, all right. It's it's all about and that's, external stuff. Okay, we can't get into that until episode number three. Sure. <laughs> But let us let us have the full conversation before you judge me because I'm not I'm not saying this guy's a good guy, but I am. No, there's saying, no judging. I there's am no saying, judgment. I am saying there's some nuance that we need to bring out, and there are some arguments that I feel like we need to talk about, especially when it comes to men and women. Yes, and yes. some differences there. No question. So, anyways, these are just two really two stories that are really meant to transition us to our next two episodes that we will be having. So hopefully you will tune into those. This is just a primer of the pump that is the next two episodes. Sounds good. So we want to hear from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but not don't don't crucify PJ please because again this is no, no, ongoing. No, no. I don't think I said anything bad. No, just, no, no. I'm not saying that you points. did, but but I'm just saying when you were playing advocate, you know, it was like please understand. I'm trying to move to a point. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> Facilitate conversation. <laughs> right, right, right. So again, we want to hear from you. Diversity on the Hill at gmail.com. Diversity with the C for those first time listeners. All right. Thank I you. want everyone to watch the video. You can Google it. Rudy Giuliani comments about Michelle Wee and you'll, you'll find it. I want to know on a scale of one to 10, how creepy Rudy was in this video. <laughs> a 100. <laughs> uh, Is there a 12? You, you can put, you can put 11, but you can't put 12. I just want to know on a scale of 1 to 10 how creepy, 1 being not creepy at all, 10 being, you know, wowzers, I am crawling in my skin creepy. Sure. 
Maybe, maybe I'll try to put that in the. You can vote. Yeah, 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 have a poll. They on, have those slider votes on Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah, yeah they go. do. Yeah, there you go. You Ooh, I've always wanted to know how I'm going to use one. There, there you go. go. I'll I'll talk to PA here, who's our young uh, tech guru. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, you know everything. Because <laughs> what what generation are you technically? I'm technically I like Gen Z millennial. Like I'm I'm right on the fringe. Zillennial of zillennial. Yeah, Millenni- I'm like right on the fringe there. So I think I'm technically a Gen Z. But yeah, we need to ask yeah. Don. Like Fio, I'm technically a millennial, but and I'm right. Gen I think X, I have more, 100% Gen X. I am more. I think I lean a little bit more Gen X than I do millennial, but I don't know. We'll I'm see. Gen X with a boomer mentality. No, I don't know. Nah, you know you're not <laughs> that old. I'm Gen X with a Gen Z mentality. Sorry, you're not that old. Uh, <laughs> I am Gen X though. I am Gen X. So be on the lookout Instagram, yeah. uh, diversity on the hill at diversity on the hill. So that way you can also vote. Uh, for the creepiness of <laughs> creepiness <Rudy Giuliani's>, uh, <laughs> uh, comments here. So, uh, PA, why don't you pay, pray for us, man? That's that's yeah, sweet. We got sure. somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I want to thank you so much for this opportunity to have conversations. And yes. Lord, we pray that this... Um, this podcast that we're recording now helps facilitate other conversations that are to be had among the people that are listening. Yes. And Lord, I ask that you guide us in these conversations, that these conversations not be filled with judgment or with hate, but with love and understanding and seeking to um, edify each other and build each other up to be closer to you. Lord, that is our ultimate goal um, here on this podcast, and that should be our ultimate goal in our daily conversations. So Lord, Amen. empower us and guide us in that. We love you so yes. much, and we thank you so much for being so good to us, even when we do not deserve it. Um, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Hey, grace and peace to you all. This is PJ, and I'm out. This is PA, and I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) PK here. Many blessings. Till next time. Don't we usually do the guest last? No. Guest goes second, so I can say till next time. All right. I need Uh, to to go back and listen and see if we did that with Lisa. Holla.